Welcome back to another episode of the Sleepy Knots podcast. I'm Erin. I'm your host, as always, author of today's sleep story. I wanted to get a jump on Halloween a little early this year because, you know, one week has a tendency to blend into another, and so I started decorating early. So this week's story is a little bit spooky, a whole lot silly, and features one of my personal favorite people in the whole entire world, Sharon Osborne. Now, I've got a lot going on um, writing-wise. I'm getting ready to release a couple of new books. So what I'm going to do as a promotion for this month, the month of October, the month of my birth, um, I'm going to intermittently make my books free on Amazon. So that includes the, the book called Family Business, which is co-authored with my husband and all about his time spent working in the death industry. Um, and then I have another children's book called The Cemetery Hamsters of Vienna, um, which I wrote and illustrated. Both of those are going to be free on Amazon. At some point, it'll be a surprise, so just keep checking back on Amazon to see and get a free copy. Um, all of this is leading up to the release of my new book, called Kindred Secrets, which is a supernatural thriller that I'm really excited to be able to release right around Halloween this year. Um, so, so if you haven't had a chance to read anything that I've written, go check it out. It's on Amazon. Um, you can do a search for Aaron Potter Plow. I have an author's page, but anyway, um, check it out. There'll be some free stuff and I'm also going to do a giveaway for copies of my new book. So stay tuned for more information on that. And if you want to email me, feel free to do so at the sleepy knots podcast at gmail.com. But now for this week, let's find a quiet space, clear your mind, take a deep breath and prepare to lose yourself in a silly sleep story. This week's story is called Sharon Osborne and the Ghost in Her Home. The day that I expired unceremoniously and quietly in the middle of dining on a feast of crab legs and buttered rolls, I could have never guessed the fun and fulfillment that the afterlife was going to present to me. I came up out of my body quite unexpectedly and found myself still trying to suck butter from my astral fingertips. Realizing that there was a bright light in front of me, I felt no fear Instead, I went running towards it, shrieking with joy and the hope that waiting on the other side of that light would be my beloved pet rat, Chutney, who had drowned in the toilet not two weeks previous. I shot through the long light tunnel and came out the other side into a magnificent heaven, my own personal heaven, in fact. There were fluffy clouds and Chutney was waiting on the other side. He was holding a sign that said, I'm with stupid and an arrow pointing my direction. I laughed and scooped up my best friend and covered his little rat body in kisses. There were tables as far as the eye could see, all covered in my favorite food, and my favorite music was playing over unseen speakers. Just as I heard the opening notes of Aqua's Barbie Girl, I saw them, my family. Everyone who had already preceded me in death were mulling around as if at a luncheon fundraiser to cure equine cancer. They looked a little bored, mostly a little hungry, and none of them were adequately excited to see me, which was a disappointment. 
That is until I saw my great aunt Ginny, who was always my favorite person in the family and whom everyone said that I inherited my famous back hump and alopecia from. We hugged and chatted for a bit before she pulled me aside and whispered, did you know that you can go haunt any house you want? You don't have to have lived there or died there or anything. You can go anywhere, she said with a suggestive wink. Well, where do you go? I asked great aunt Ginny. Oh, I like that A.J. McLean. He's got a good shower, she giggled and winked. You mean from the Backstreet Boys? Mm-hmm. What, you think we don't get TV and radio here too, dummy? I laughed. So can I go anywhere? Anywhere, she said. I shuffled off to a quiet corner of my own personal heaven to think. I did in my astral body as I did in life when I needed to contemplate something important. I folded my earlobes up into my ear canals and rocked back and forth on my heels. It looks strange, but it helps me think. I thought of all the places in the world that I would want to haunt and all the normal things that popped into my head didn't quite cut it. I mean, there's Brad Pitt's shower, of course, Axl Rose's kitchen, because like, what does that guy eat? Robert Durst's jail cell because everybody likes to see a bad guy cry. But there was one place in the world where I could picture myself more than anywhere else. Sharon Osborne's Hollywood Mansion. Now say what you will about her, but that woman's voice is the most comforting and calming sound to me in the entire world. If I could have her read me The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for the rest of eternity, I would. I closed my eyes and pictured her face. When I open them again, I'm standing in the foyer of a very fancy Hollywood mansion. I hear the skittering of tiny toenails on marble and a whole mob of tiny dogs come charging at me. They bark at me like maniacs and I try kicking them in their tiny fluffy heads, but my clubbed foot in its specialty shoe goes right through them. Shut up in there, I hear her yell. I start again to dance with joy. I'm here, I'm in her house. I look around and there's all the things I expected to see here. Gold-plated mirrors and beautiful candelabras. I go running from room to room because ghosts can totally run when they want to. And I am in awe. There she lays in her king-size bed surrounded by decadent pillows and sheets with like a million thread count. I jump onto the bed with her and she doesn't even notice. This is awesome. It felt so nice to be able to talk and feel like I was really being heard for once. When I would try to tell Chutney all about my day, he would get bored and run off and poop or try to bite me when I was talking, and it never really felt like he was listening, but not Sharon. Granted, she can't hear me, but it's still nice just to sit the two of us hanging out like besties like I always imagined. Ozzy, for fuck's sake, hurry up, you're missing the whole episode, she shouts at the closed bathroom door just across from the bed. Um, rude. I was in the middle of telling you all about what the afterlife is like, Sharon. Anyway, so this, this whole table of food and all the foods are... Ozzy, did you say something? She shouts again, interrupting me. Okay, I can see that this is going to get annoying. So let's just... Sharon, what the fuck are you on about? Ozzy says as he walks in the room, toilet still running in the back. I said you're going to miss the whole episode if you don't hurry up. Well, I'm here now. Now, I'm super annoyed. If I wanted to hang out with Ozzy too, then I would have watched an old episode of the Osbournes. When I was alive, I was obsessed with ghost adventures. 
Zach Bagans even had to block me on Twitter for sending him over a hundred audition tapes. I call it tenacity. He called it cyber stalking. Mm, tomato, tomato. I know what I need to do. When ghosts get mad, they throw stuff or they slam doors. So I stroll over to the bathroom door, take my hand and give it a real good ghosty whack. But my hand goes right through it. I should have had Aunt Jenny show me how to do more stuff before I pop back down to earth and tried haunting anyone. I try to throw a fancy slipper across the room, but my hand, again, just won't grip it. Finally, at the end of my rope, I stand at the foot of the bed and focus all of my energy on trying to materialize. Even if it's just for a second, like a ghost at the foot of their bed, it's gonna freak them out. I close my eyes, I harness all of my energy, and that's when I hear it. A tiny dog yip. It breaks my concentration and I look over to see one of their fluffball dogs pooping on the rug. I chuckle. Stop it! Ozzy shouts. Then it hits me. Did I just make that dog poop? I try again. I close my eyes. I focus so hard and I hear another little yip from another little dog. I open my eyes and the brown one is now pooping on the rug by the bedroom door. I am so powerful. My ghost superpower is making dogs poop on command. Oh my God, just when I thought that heaven couldn't get any cooler, I get to spend the rest of eternity making dogs poop on command. I wonder if Bigfoot will poop on command. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna find Bigfoot and I'm gonna tickle his little Bigfoot chin and see if he feels my little ghost hands and if he doesn't, I'm gonna make him poop himself. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, Aunt Jenny is gonna scream when I tell her. And that's it. That's my sleep story this week. It's a little poop-centric, I know, but it's been a little poop-centric in my house this week. The kids, it's been a thing and it bleeds into my art. I apologize. Now, in all seriousness, I really do love Sharon Osbourne and she is my idol and also my birthday twin. And I really do love the sound of her voice. Like I know some people find it annoying, but I just listen to her talk all day. Maybe she was my mom in a former life or something. I don't know, but she's one of my favorite people in the world. I just wanted to do a little piece about her because I think she doesn't get enough love these days. So if for some weird reason she ever hears this, in a totally non-ironic way. I love you, I love your voice, and you could totally narrate The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, even if it's just for me, and I'll pay you for it, because you're amazing. So anyway, I hope you have a good week. Until next week, um, I hope that every one of you sleep well. <laughs>